Hey everyone, and welcome back to Sadie Spills the Tea. Happy Friday to everyone. I cannot believe that it's the last Friday in October. That is just honestly fucking wild. November is here, and it's going to fly. Um, Precursor, I'm not doing Halloween this year. Um, That's just what's happening. I'm okay with it. (laughs) For that matter, my highlight of Halloween is honestly, hopefully, going to be the freaking trick-or-treaters that come by. I'm going to go buy a big bag of candy and just pray that there's some cute little tots that want to knock on my door. But if anyone is doing something fun for Halloween, like, let me see your costumes. Love a costume. Love a theme. Always looking for new ideas. So if you're doing anything cool, please send a pic. would love to see what's happening. Um, second thought of today, this has just kind of been a thought I've had all week. But if your friends aren't hyping you up, we have a problem. Okay, friends are there to hype you up, make you feel good, tell you you fucking look amazing, help you find something that you feel good in, whether that's a dress, whether that's getting a fucking car place appointment, whether that's asking for instructions on how to apply for an ID, all the different things. If your friends aren't helping you and hyping you up at all times, reevaluate. That's just my food for thought today. It's all about hyping up your people and making them feel loved and appreciated and that you have their backs because that's what friends are for, a hype squad. So those are just my food for thought for this Friday. And uh, we can jump right in because there's a lot. Um, Starting with our sports, right? World Series is tied at 1-1. Tonight, we are back in Atlanta and hopefully the Braves are going to swoop up a big dub so we are two to one go braves just manifesting that right now um that's going to play out for the next few days and so if you're chilling at home this weekend go braves go i'm in some soccer news a star i don't know how many of you played soccer growing up you got those ayso jerseys and you would name your team name after whatever was cool at the time for example my team name for 100 years was blue crush because that was the most epic movie anyway but at that age this gal carly lloyd a legendary female soccer player she was in her prime prime time mia ham we had the squad going anyway carly lloyd retired this week um after 17 years of playing in the league she's retiring at 39 years old which is just epic in general imagine retiring at 39 i know it's different she's an athlete and all the things but just imagine retiring at 39 that would be epic So Carly is retiring um, with two World Cups under her belt and also two Olympic gold medals, which is incredible. And we're wishing Carly and her family just a new amazing chapter. In all honesty, retirement should be epic for her. So we love that. Also, got an update on another, um, not retirement, but someone who just has not been on the court lately, um, and that's Kyrie Irving. So he plays for the Brooklyn Nets with a whole squad of people, um, and there was a press conference the other night with Kevin Durant, um, and an interviewer just basically asked straight up, like, what's been going on with the Nets? Like, your shooting's not that great, you guys aren't hitting your shots as much as you were, and KD straight up looks her in the eye and goes, I know what you want me to say, and you're right, yeah. We do miss Kyrie. So he, you know, agreed to that. They obviously are missing Kyrie. He was a huge star player for them. But Kyrie, we know, is doing the vaccination dance, trying to hold his own. Um, And we'll see how that plays out. But I just love when other players acknowledge people on their team and show their love and affection for one another. Makes me happy. Okay, so Devin, my king, Booker, 
Um, he is in the new GQ magazine. Not on GQ, I wish. Someday he will be. But he got a cute little feature um, because if you know anything about Devin, he is a car collector. Um, I feel like this was kind of under wraps until the Suns actually made it into the playoffs and then to the finals when all the paparazzi were kind of stalking Devin and then the cars that he would drive into their home games. We'd see him drive a new car almost to every home game. Um, and he looked fly as hell driving in like the stud that he is. So this feature in GQ um, is partnered with Corvette. There was a new Corvette Z06 that came out. Um, and that's what his like little feature in GQ is for. Um, it's a whole article of him you know, talking about his car collection and the history of it and all of the things, which is really adorable. But the pictures are of him in this new, like, lime green version of this Corvette. Um, and it was great. So basically, he says that his car collection was inspired by his dad and his grandpa. Um, a lot of the cars that he collects, which a lot of them are, like, um, Chevys. And he said he does have a Corvette, but not multiple. Um, anyway, the cars that he's collected are very inspired by growing up, his childhood, things that his grandpa would drive him around in. Um, and that's why he's collecting them. He's like, I have the opportunity and they have such nostalgia for me. My family loves them. So why wouldn't I buy cars if that brings me joy? And he feels like he has a new persona every time he hops in one. You know, if I had money like D, I would probably have a few cars too. Just like, it's like a new pair of sunglasses, deciding what kind of personality you want to have today. And I'm for that. Obviously, they had to ask about Kendall and what her preferred car is, um, and her fave is what they call a pretty penny. It's a gold 59 Chevy Impala. Um, it's all over his Instagram. Honestly, I'm sure she's posted a few stories in it, but it's great. Love to see that they're into cars together, right? We know that Kendall loves collecting cars. She was on that whole like Jay Leno garage thing that he does. Um, there were a few episodes actually on Keeping Up with the Kardashians where Kendall was with Caitlyn um, learning about cars, getting some. I know she has like a cute blue truck, a lot of things. Anyway, I'm not a car girl. I wish I was more into cars, honestly, but I love this for Kendall and I love this for Deb. So had to add that, of course. Okay, so segueing into another favorite topic of mine, but this one with like a really heavy heart. Um, you guys know that I ride for the Hadid girls, okay? They are just my people. So as I'm sure a lot of people have seen in the last few days, there has been this whole thing that's come out about Zayn and Yolanda Hadid, aka Gigi's mom. If you don't know who Zayn is, he was in One Direction. He and Gigi have been on and off for like five or six years now, and they have a baby daughter named Kai. So it came out in TMZ yesterday that Yolanda Hadid was shoved by Zayn. Um, no real timeline, just kind of like a vague headline of like, he shoved her type of thing. Zayn then went to, I believe his Twitter and posted a statement that was like, I don't stand by any of these actions. I can't believe that this family member would make such a private matter so public. Um, I think it's inappropriate that she ran to the press. This is, you know, something that should be happening behind closed doors. And everyone is like, okay, so what's going on? I should mention that Zayn in his little note, he wrote, um, you know, it's going to be, I need to be working on co-parenting with my partner. He also said that Yolanda Hadid came into his home while Gigi was out of town. She came in unwanted, unexpectedly, um, and that's what's happened. So 
little backstory on that. Um, we know that Zane has had a sobriety issue. He has used several things in the past, um, and he hasn't necessarily gotten like rehab therapy that he probably should and needs. Um, but we know that they have been, Gigi and Zane have been off and on for so many years, and people have been speculating that part of that is because of his sobriety and choosing to use on and off. We know that Gigi is an insanely good influence on him. Um, we know that he gives interviews or has given interviews in the past that were he was doting on how positive she is, how happy he makes her, all the things, right? If we flip the script, we have not necessarily heard anything about how Zane is making Gigi a better person. Um, and that's something to just go ahead and think about. I'll never forget my old Young Life leader, Jolie, asked me at one point when I was dating a boy, she said, what is he doing for you? How is he making you a better person? And Joel's, that's stuck with me for years and years and years. And I'd like to ask Gigi the same thing. Gigi, you know, what's Zane doing for you, honestly? So just a little backstory on that. Today, this morning, Ham actually broke this news to me on some hood rat Instagram. That's literally what it was called that he sent. That we're getting a lot more details. So essentially, um, Gigi was in Paris for Fashion Week and Zane was taking care of Kai at their farmhouse in Pennsylvania, which we know their farmhouse in Pennsylvania is just down the road from Yolanda's family farmhouse. Okay. So Gigi's in Paris. Zane's watching Kai. Somehow Yolanda comes into the house. There's some sort of interaction, altercation. Zane allegedly pushes Yolanda into a dresser. Then Zane proceeds to call her some really, really hideously horrifying names. I would not ever repeat them. And you guys know I like to cuss. Um, he yells really insane things about her as a mother, um, about being like a helicopter mom, that type of thing. Then in this new article that came out, apparently um, Gigi and Zane had a phone conversation while she was still in Paris and Zane yelled at Gigi over the phone and basically was like, why won't you stick up for me against your mom? Something along those lines. He had a lot harsher words to say about that. He also had a really profane sentence about basically like, I don't know how we had a baby type of thing. A lot more profanity in that sentence, but that's basically the gist. So people were wondering, oh, months ago we were wondering why Gigi abruptly left Paris Fashion Week. It's kind of coming out that this is the reason why these incidents happened at the very end of September. So, you know, it's been a month um, that they've been sitting on this and it's now just kind of coming out to the press. Now, here's just some food for thought. One Direction fans are on a different level. Zane wasn't, hasn't been in One Direction for years. We know that he broke off to do his solo thing. They tried to move on. He was dating this other girl named Perry at one point. That ended really badly. People that were on Team Perry at the time were saying that Zane just isn't sober and isn't in a good place and like probably could never be a killer boyfriend type of thing. Gigi and Zane get together and their tumultuous relationship just starts happening up and down and up and down, literally on and off for years um, and when i say off like she dated tyler cameron remember like she's had other well aside from him i don't know how many other big hookups but they've been off and on the other thing to note here is that um yolanda was on real housewives of beverly hills and to put it nicely she did not have a killer stint on there um there's a few seasons where she kind of gets herself in some sticky situations and of course all the threads that i'm reading the zane one direction fans are bringing that kind of thing up 
if I'm being honest, this is turning into a really nasty situation. Um, Gigi has respectfully asked for privacy. Her friends and her family have asked, you know, her, those people have asked for privacy. But these One Direction fans are fucking relentless. They are just coming in every direction, basically harassing Yolanda for being a mad mom, comparing her to Kris Jenner, saying that Gigi, you know, shouldn't have ever been first place that Perry should be with him it's turning into a whole one direction clusterfuck and what's really sad is that this is so public knowledge right Gigi like god she's in the prime of her career she had a baby she's bouncing back she's climbing back that ladder she's one of the most famous supermodels in the entire world and to have this come out on such a public platform is so 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 sad and how she's going to recover with Kai I don't know a lot of people are saying that their Hadids are using this to get full custody over her they're using this to have to force Zane into rehab there's a lot of things at play right now um and we're just at the very beginning of this whole incident so that's what's happening um Bella Hadid posted a very cryptic message last night on Instagram that basically was like you can't heal other people they have to heal on their own it was instantly deleted and people are like oh bella what are you doing now they're both they're all trending on twitter all the things reddit's going wild facebook's going wild these fans are everywhere so obviously as my number one topic i will keep you as updated as i possibly can but that's what's going on if you're seeing anything about zane and yolanda hadid all right in some lighter news, literally, um, there's a new Pixar movie coming out called Lightyear, which is literally going to fo- focus on Buzz Lightyear. Um, Buzz Lightyear has always been a fave, a fan fave. I think everyone loves him. If you didn't have a Buzz Lightyear costume growing up, I'm sorry. Um, I'm pretty sure we still have ours like somewhere buried, and I tried to put it on a few years ago, and it was actually really cute, like absolutely a kid size. But like you know, when it comes like as a crop top, Costum's gonna laugh at that. I know. Anyway, um, this new Pixar, Lightyear, is coming out. Chris Evans is going to be um, the voice of Buzz Lightyear, which is just like hot in itself. And on a creepier level, the actual Buzz animation, like the character of the tra- in the trailer that I just saw, he's a really handsome caricature, whatever you want to call him, animated figure. Um, remember when Shrek 3 came out and Shrek turned into that handsome human? first of all i always compare people like there's a certain look when people look like that shrek character with like that big jaw just like a big burly man and people are like shrek turned into a human i'm like come on shrek three people don't ask why i know that but it's ingrained in my memory so i'm gonna go ahead and say that buzz lightyear the new buzz with chris evans he might be like one of the most handsome caricatures that pixar's come up with and maybe that's just because we're advancing our technology and things are getting brighter and cooler but buzz is hot yeah, I said it. It's called that year. Can't wait to see that. Okay, we got to talk about some fabulous, good businesswoman news. So, Spanx, aka Shapewear, aka what Skims is really based off of. Um, if you don't know what Spanx is, it's a brand of clothing that really started um, with undergarments that you wear under a dress, under anything for that matter, sucks you in, makes you feel better, smooths the lines out. It was a killer invention. Spanx is now just like everyone knows what a Spanx is, I think, or owns some of some sort. Um, So the brand is now actually evaluated at $1.2 billion. And the owner of Spanx last week surprised 500, more than 500 employees with a huge surprise. So she has like, I'd say about 750 employees is kind of what I found online. Um, She surprised every single one of them with two first class tickets to anywhere in the world 
two first-class tickets to anywhere in the world from your boss, plus $10,000 in spending money. You guys, I got full body chills when I read this. Two first-class tickets and 10K each. Now that is some motherfucking good shit, okay? Go Spanx, go. If that doesn't want, if that doesn't make you like want to support this brand, I, I, like come on. We should all want to work for a CEO that is doing that and valuing their employees and giving back. Love that so much for Spanx. I think it's so incredible. I feel like that is news that should be broadcast a little louder. I know a lot of people saw it, but incredible news. And I really hope that this word gets out. This should be the precedent that we're sending, setting. Jeez. Um, you know what I mean? Like. There's a lot more billionaires out there, <clears throat> my girls are Kardashians, that are not doing this, and they should. Um, and there's a lot of other large people out there, white gentlemen, that could also be doing the exact same thing. So just putting that out there into the universe that fuck yeah, goes Banks, love to see it. Um, love to see like a whole pic collage of like actually all the employees living their best life in all honesty. All right. So this was a very heavy Bravo week. If you hate Bravo, I'm so sorry. This is tea time for the rest of us. Um, Sunday's episode of Salt Lake City, when Lisa Barlow goes, hey, baby love, want to get Wendy's, is one of the most iconic lines that has happened in Salt Lake City. Um, she is really becoming an icon, and it really made me think about all the different Lisas that we've had in the Bravo world, and they all are so iconic in their own way. Lisa Barlow, lover, hater, hey, baby love, is just chef's kiss the way that she approaches henry her what like seven eight year old son in the car when she picks him up from school hey baby love want to go to wendy's fuck yeah i do thank you so much lisa love to see it so there was the part three of the beverly hills reunion that was a good one um i'm exhausted from the reunions in all honesty there thank god is only one more left which is going to get to the most of the meat of Erica Jane. There was a little Erica Jane talk in this one, um, just her trying to like hold her own. And she's like, I'm angry. I'm not allowed to say much. And it's just kind of the same vibe. Um, they definitely talked about her Instagram and like how profane it is. And like all the women are like, that's definitely not helping your image. And she's like, I'm just trying to pay the bills. That's who Erica Jane is. And it's like, mm, okay, now it's getting a little fishy. So that'll be done after next Wednesday. And boy, am I excited to wrap that up. Um, but before he starts, before Andy, nope, I'm making this up now. It was on a Watch What Happens Live. Andy, someone asked Andy about Orange County um, that has been filming. And Andy said that he watched the first two episodes of Real Housewives of Orange County. And he said that they have started off with quite a bang, a bang like we have never seen in Orange County before, which is exciting because we know Heather Dubrow's back. Um and we know that she's going to have beef with all the new ladies, which is great. So just knowing that Andy said the first two start with a bang, like, okay, okay, you get my feet wet and I'm here for it. Love to see that. Um, also, there was Vanderpump Rules on, I don't know what day it's on, but I caught myself up. And there was a really interesting part um, where Katie Maloney, aka Bubba, aka Tom Schwartz's wife, um, sits down with Lisa Vanderpump and they're talking about fertility. Um, as we know, all of Katie's friends, they all got pregnant at the same time, right? Stassi, Sheena, Lala, Brittany all pushed out babies within like a month of each other. And Katie is the only one that really didn't that's married and has been with Schwartz for a really long time. So she has a conversation with Lisa that they tried and tried and tried. Um, and you know it got hard they needed to take a mental break and I completely understand that I don't understand that but I imagine that she would need to 
if you know what I'm saying. Um, basically, the whole conversation is that they are now going to on air. This was probably a year ago. Um, they're going to go to a fertility clinic and just get checked out and make sure that everything is working properly so that they can go ahead and continue to try and bring a baby into the world, which I thought was great and very vulnerable for Katie to put out on display to America while they were filming. One really wacky fucking thing on that same topic is the fact that Sheena's baby has 110,000 followers on Instagram and she's already verified Summer Moon, whatever the rest of her name is. That's batshit. No one should, no one's kid should have that many followers and be verified. Like, end of discussion. Um, lastly, the highlight of my life right now Winter House. Yes, it sounds hideous. Yes. It's 12 adults in a house, 17 days, basically on spring break with cameras. I understand how trashy and debaucherous and how brain-numbing this sounds. However, it is bringing me and most of my Bravo fans so much fucking life. It's amazing. The people are amazing. We got rid of Hannah from Summer House, which is great. And now we're in the winter and we added Craig and Austin from Southern Charm. Hurricane Lindsay Hubbard came in this week and just really started a shitstorm. Um, and it's amazing. I love Paige. I love Amanda. I love Sierra. I'm just having so much fun watching them. My girls are obsessed with them as well. And we're just having a lot of fun talking about that. So if you're looking for a new trashy reality TV show, Wednesdays on Bravo Winterhouse. Okay. Last thing on Bravo is that on Tuesday night, um, Dorit Kemsley's house was broken into. Came out on Instagram. Um, maybe it was Wednesday night. Yep, it was Wednesday night, not Tuesday night. I apologize. Anyway, it came out that um, three men entered Dorit's house that evening about 11 p.m. She was held at gunpoint. She was robbed of a bunch of handbags, a bunch of jewelry. Her kids were sleeping. They threatened to kill her and her kids in her sleep. She obviously just shut the fuck up and let them take what they needed so that she could save her life. Um, devastating. Absolutely devastating. Also, the timing of it is just really interesting because at the reunion that Wednesday night, I mean, not, but we saw it on Wednesday night air. Kyle Richards went off about her house burglary and how people stole all of her jewels and bags and mother stuff and all the things. So to have that come the night after this episode was airing is just crazy. Also, I should mention in the reunion, they did a little piece on like style and fashion and Andy straight up asked Doreen, hey, do you buy all of these designer things that you wear full price by yourself? And she said, absolutely. Um, so the timing of that is just a little iffy, but we are wishing Dorit, PK, and the kids just be safe. So glad they're alive, all of the things. Um, Erica, Teddy, Lisa, and Kyle were all spotted going in and out of Dorit's house yesterday, checking in on her, making sure she was okay. So thoughts and prayers are with the, the PK family. Okay, quickly on the batch news, because we know I am giving it up after Michelle's season. Yep, said it again, so you guys can hold myself accountable. Really, what's happening is that um, I said this a few months ago when Katie's season was on, that we really needed the stylist to read our Reddit threads. Well, shout out to Carrie Fetman, the stylist, because he legit read the entire Reddit thread that everyone and their mothers in fashion and people that just had time on their hands were submitting outfit ideas for Michelle's season. He's listening, you guys. 
some of the outfits, that pink dress that she wore the other night on the episode was a suggestion in the Reddit thread. So for anyone that's saying like, oh, Reddit's bullshit, people are lurking, people are listening. Michelle is fucking slaying her season. She is hands down the best bachelorette I we've had. There, I said it. That's a hill I'm okay to die on. Um, but her production budget is just like literally 10x what Katie's was. And that's just honestly really sad. So speaking of Bachelorette, Taisha was on Watch What Happens Live the other night. Fabulous. Like what a what a treat for us. Um, first and foremost, she is ride or die for Garcelle. Fucking love that so much. Taisha and Garcelle would be such a amazing dynamic duo out and about. Love to see it. Um, Andy straight up asked about the Brendan relationship and like how that all played out with Piper and all the things. Taisha straight up says that she dodged a bullet with Brendan and she also dodged a bullet with Colton. They discussed Colton coming out. Taisha was like, I learned what I needed to learn from him. Um, and I wish him the well. As long as he's happy, we're happy for him. The other thing that Andy notes is like, no offense, but Taisha, you could not have come out more on top after getting gypped on that weird Claire season because she came out engaged and she's the host. She's done two seasons. So Taisha on top of the world and a discussion. Okay, quickly, just a little more Kardashian news. Um, this morning on Instagram, there I saw this whole thing. I'm going to butcher her name. I apologize if you're a huge fan of her. She is like, I want to say a YouTube star, maybe a TikTok star, Tana Monaco. Um, she was at a party last night, Halloween party. Someone took a picture of her hugging someone else. She had her phone in her hand in on her phone's her phone's background was a picture of Stormy. Yes, Stormy Webster, aka Kylie's daughter. It's that picture, infamous picture of Stormy in the bath that's been used for all the Kylie baby promo, etc. But the fact that it was on Tana's phone background was like really fishy. That picture went viral. All of uh, Kylie's friends have been commenting like, that's so uncomfortable. What the fuck? Like, why is this happening? Stassi, Victoria, Carter B, all of her people are like, this is so weird and so uncomfortable. So I'd be curious if there's a statement that comes out. Also, you know that Chris Jenner just makes a phone call and is like, take those photos down. Tana, if you ever post anything of Stormy again, lawsuits coming your way type of thing. I'm sure it's like a real quick and done situation. Most importantly, Devin Booker's birthday is tomorrow night. He is a Scorpio. He, I believe, is about to turn 25, if my math is right. And uh, he's got a home game in Phoenix. So Kendall is currently in Phoenix with him. Keep in mind, Kendall's birthday is November 5th. Love a Scorpio couple together. So she's celebrating next week. But I'm curious, like, are they doing a party in Phoenix? His game's on Saturday. I looked it up. His next game's on Tuesday. So we can rage Saturday night, Sunday night, honestly, and Monday night if we wanted to. But I'm just curious, are they staying in Phoenix? Are we throwing a bash there? Is he flying to LA? Obviously, it's Halloween. I don't see like Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, like, you know, getting into a full hair, makeup, glam costume situation like Kenny and the crew in LA. So I'm curious, will they fly back after his game? I don't know, but it's his birthday. Is his family going to be there? Is the brother coming? I don't know. I'm fucking excited. Um, last year for Kendall's birthday was one of the first pictures we actually got of them um, when she was Pamela Anderson. And I honestly kind of forget who he was. Um, she was at his birthday party. It was froggy themed. It was at his Phoenix house with a bunch of his teammates and friends from home. And that was really like the bud of their relationship. That's when they publicly started giving us something to work with. Um, so happy early birthday to Tevin Booker and Kendall. But more importantly, like, can we get some content? Love to see what's going on. I would love to see what is happening. So 
that is what I got for today's episode of Sadie Spills the Tea. I will catch you guys next Tuesday for another episode. Have a fabulous weekend and happy Halloween.